Today's bonus episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now, let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Last night I did something I thought I would never do. I went to a meeting to join the Butte basketball officials poll for the Montana Officials Association. That's right, I'm going to be a high school basketball referee. Longtime official Mike Parent has been absolutely relentless in recruiting me. He sat by me at Saturday's Montana Tech Dickinson State men's basketball game, and that is pretty much all he talked about. He said that if he can get up and down the court still, me and my sore hips can do it too. Basically, Mike called BS on my excuse that I have torn labrums in both hips. Now that I am no longer writing about games, Mike said there is no reason I cannot work as an official. So, I'll give it a shot. Coming soon to a gymnasium near you is Bill Foley, basketball official. If I pass the test, that is. Don't worry, I won't be officiating varsity games anytime soon. They will keep a greenhorn like me in the junior varsity, sophomore, and freshman games. Maybe I'll even work a few junior high games. The real reason I decided to give officiating a shot is the Special Olympic State Games Basketball Tournament, which were in Butte a little more than a week ago. That's what today's column is about. It's about how much fun I had working 10 games in two days. It's about my new favorite player, Kip. If refereeing high school games is even a quarter as fun as working the Special Olympics, then it will all be worth it. Just so you know, I do have extremely thin skin. I will throw people out of games if I have to. If you yell at me like you've yelled at other officials over the years, you will be in the parking lot. I will work as hard as I can to do a good job, and I will try my best to enjoy being a referee. Hopefully, you will have the patience with me as I learn to trade. But if I do tee up your son and throw your husband out of the gym, don't blame me. Take it up with the Special Olympics. Tapper Light. Special Olympics are aptly named. For almost as long as I can remember, Larry Bird was my favorite basketball player. I love the way he talked trash, and I love the way he came through in the clutch. The story of him walking into the locker room at the NBA three-point contest and telling the other contestants that they were competing for second place is legendary. Then, he raised his arm with the number one finger as he let go of his last ball, which, of course, swished to win the title. During the mid-1980s, I lived and died with the Boston Celtics and Larry Bird. While I paid attention during Michael Jordan's run of six titles with the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s, I never really cared about the NBA after Bird retired. It just wasn't fun anymore. Well, move over, Larry. I have a new favorite basketball player. His name is Kip, 
and he plays for the Tri-County Wolves, a Special Olympics basketball team based out of Helena. Kip is awesome. There's just no other way to put it. He is a shooting specialist who, like me, has no interest in playing defense or rebounding. Well, unless the ball bounces right to him. I was told Kip, a shorter player with Down syndrome, is about 30 years old. He wears a baseball hat with a headband around it when he plays too, so Kip looks good. He stands in the same spot the entire time he's on the floor. He always spots up for a shot just outside the block, looking for an 8-foot jumper. Whether his team was going east or west at the new East Middle School gym, Kip always stood on the south side of the basket nearest the team benches during the Special Olympic State Games basketball tournament in Butte. He would stand there until someone passed the ball directly to him or, better yet, handed him the ball. Then, Kip would knock down the shot like clockwork. During the tournament, Kip never paid attention to the other end of the floor. He kept laser focus on his rim. No, he isn't cherry-picking like you see some lazy guys do during the nights of Columbus Basketball League. He isn't just looking for the easy pass and layup. The one time a teammate got a rebound and fired a baseball pass to Kip, my new favorite player just stared at the rim as the ball slowly bounced right past him, out of bounds. Like other stars, Kip is also his own man who does his own thing. When a woman volunteering to work the scorebook informed the Wolves coach that number 13 has not been in the game yet, late in the first half, The coach replied, I know, he's refusing. Butte hosted the tournament November 10th, 12th in seven gymnasiums around town. I volunteered to referee, and I worked 10 games at East. I had three games with Kip's team. I also got to work a few games with the Butte Sheltered Workshop team, and some of the players made my day by celebrating the fact that I was their referee. The fact that I only called three fouls in 10 games probably had something to do with that. During the tournament, I received tons of high fives and fist bumps from players, I even got a couple of hugs. Kip led the tournament in giving me a fist bump. He also kept showing me his hand, which had a basketball sticker or temporary tattoo for the tournament. I lost count of how many players who came up and thanked me, my fellow referees, and the men and women working the scorer's table during the two days of games. You just do not see that in other basketball games because other basketball games do not stack up to the Special Olympics and the Special Olympians. The best thing they did when they created the Special Olympics more than a half a century ago was name it the Special Olympics. The world's largest organization for children and adults with intellectual and physical disabilities truly is special. There is no other way to describe it. There is also no other way to describe the Special Olympians. They can make your heart melt with a simple smile. I've always said that if Special Olympians ran the world, there would be no such thing as war. Everyone would love each other because the Special Olympians represent everything that is good about humanity. They are innocent to the core. I refereed four games involving the Hornets from Great Falls. Late in the first half of one game, the players realized that they were vastly better than the other team, even if the score was still close. So, the players started getting defensive rebounds and then handing the ball back to their opponents so they could shoot. On one possession, they let their opponents shoot the ball at least five times before they made a shot. Can you imagine a team doing that in a high school game? Several years back, the Montana High School Association implemented a 40-point mercy rule. That means the clock does not stop once a team gets a lead of 40 points. Too many teams were running the score up on their opponents. That is something that does not happen in the Special Olympics. At least, it does not happen on purpose. When the tournament was here three years ago, I refereed and got to work with real officials like Mike Anderson, Dara Shea McGurk, and Tracy Thomas. This year, I got to work with Quinn Dennehy, Amanda Craig, John Kinzel, and my cousin Mike, Skinny Foley. Skinny let me borrow a referee shirt with a Montana Officials Association patch on it. 
It felt like stolen valor until Skinny called a three-shot technical in one game. That's right, a three-shot technical. We weren't even in Anaconda. The technical foul was called on no one in particular. Skinny was just making sure a player on the Butte team got a chance to shoot. The score was not close, so it did not matter. Actually, the Olympians would not have cared if it was. After the player missed the first two shots from way inside the free throw line, Skinny blew his whistle and said, That's a three-shot technical. The player made the third shot and celebrated like he was the hero of the game. Later, Mike said he was ready to make it a four-shot technical if he had to. He probably would have gone to 30. Nobody in the gym would have complained, either. That is what the Special Olympics are all about. It is sportsmanship at its finest. Players in every sport at every level could learn something from these Special Olympians. The Special Olympic State Games basketball tournament will move to Helena for the next three years. It will not be back in the Mining City until 2026. When the tournament comes back to town, there is no way I will miss it. You can mark me down right now as a volunteer referee. I really hope I get to officiate a Tri-County Wolves game or two. Actually, what the heck. Maybe I will head to Helena next year to work some games. Seeing my new favorite player Kip in action is definitely worth the drive. Proud to be from you.